G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. And you're listening to 2020 on Australia's Vision Radio Network. I'm Alan Lee. It's been a busy weekend for the Catholic Church. Archbishop Dennis Hart, the president of the Australian Catholic Bishops Conference, says it was a momentous occasion at the Vatican, the canonisation of two popes, Pope John XXIII and Pope John Paul II. So why is it so important? Well, Mike Humphreys is the leader of the formation team for the Catholic Church's Evangelising Brisbane group. He joins me on the line now. Mike, good morning. Good morning, Alan. Why is it so important? Um, I think any canonisation is significant. I think Australia, with Mary McKillop as our first uh, saint um, a number of years ago, uh, experienced something of the same thing. It's uh, the recognition that... um, for all Catholics, that our belief in uh, that through our baptism that God invites us into eternal life. And we have people who have led exemplary lives that uh, that the Church says with, with certainty uh, are enjoying um, time with, with God in, in, uh, in, the, in eternity. And uh, as, as Catholics, we believe that's our, that's our call, that's, that's our destiny as well. So uh, that's where... The basic excitement is is that um, it's that recognition that we're all called to uh, to share in in life with with God in, in eternity. It was an unusual occasion in in several different ways. Yes, in in the, in the fact that two popes uh, and both relatively recent, you know, that that people uh, certainly of my generation, but uh, uh, but many people have experienced. Um, life under under certainly under John Paul II had a very long pontificate of 27 years, um, and and uh, some of our more mature uh, uh, listeners would would also remember John the, John the 23rd, uh, who died in uh, 1963. Um, so that experience of actually knowing knowing these popes and and their experiences uh and and now to have them as, as saints now that was a tradition that did happen relatively early in in uh in the church's history that uh people would acclaim uh almost at at their death um particular uh people who became uh later canonized by the church as as saints uh but it's uh more uh, it's been more common that it's it's been people um, that have been uh, that have been deceased for uh, often um, hundreds of years before uh, they're, they're canonised. So uh, so that's an unusual element of of this particular uh, occasion. It's interesting that they should be two such different popes as well. In view, in view of what what the current pope is like, in that he's he's seen as something of a of a reformer. You've got Pope John Paul, uh, Pope John the Twenty Third, who you could probably describe as liberal in that he he came up with uh, the Second Vatican Council. Um, he was very much involved in in bringing the Church into communication with other parts of the Christian Church. And then you've got Pope John Paul II, who was seen much more as a um, as a conservative. I, I read somewhere someone described it as one was the Pope who took the lid off, and the other. 
Pope was the one who tried to put the lid back on again. Is this something of uh, of trying to find a, a middle ground between the two positions, do you think? Um, I think every Pope has their own charisma that they bring uh, to this to this role um, and they're multifaceted each one and I think that while people can characterise them as, as things I mean uh, John the 23rd uh, was often seen as a, as a great pastor particularly in his in his uh, pastoral life and the big surprise was yes the calling of, of uh, the Second Vatican Council uh, so in, in a sense he then got the tag of being a, a reformer um, and in, t- in terms of taking taking the lid off but uh, um and whereas I think John, John Paul II was more the, the implementer of the vision. He was very much involved in, in the Vatican Council itself and one of its architects of some of its uh, key documents. Um, so, I mean, I think the, the charism, but he was also the great traveller. Um, that uh, while, while uh, Pope Paul VI, the intervening one, who, uh, who really brought the council, uh, took the council through after, after John Twenty-Third died, um, but he was the one who introduced these uh, the World Youth Days and travelled, um, you know, greatly across across the country and, in some ways, universalised uh, the church. So uh, each of them had their own their their own uh, charism, but each held up for uh, for the gifts that they brought to uh, to that particular role as uh, as as pope. Uh, of course, the, the current pope. Um, was there, but he, and again, this is very unusual. You had a previous pope there as well, as normally that's, that doesn't happen, does it? It does not happen, no. We're, we're living in historic times in, in that sense that uh, with Pope Benedict uh, having uh, retired with really only, only one uh, precedent before that um, and hundreds of years ago, uh, that's most unusual and uh, uh, the pattern that's, that's been set. But uh, again, I think that's part of the genius of, of Pope Francis, that uh, he can embrace embrace that and uh, sees that as, uh, as, a, as a new gift that, that is given to the church. So uh, yes, but v- absolutely unique. Yes. Now, most evangelical Christians would, would believe in the, the sainthood of all believers. Uh, from what you were saying earlier on, it sounds like, like what you were saying is, is not that... that your average person in the pew is any less of a saint than 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 one of the popes who was canonized over the weekend. But what you're saying is that these are people um, who have led the sort of lives that maybe we should all aspire to. Absolutely. I think they provide uh, a role model uh, for us of, of holiness, of um, following and living, living the gospel, of challenging uh, uh, Inequity and, and injustice in our in our world, calling for peace, uh, caring for creation, and I mean they have a unique place and, and role and capacity to do that because of um, the recognition that their their office gives them. But in fact, we're all called to all of those things, uh, and there are there are many people who live heroic lives uh, of, with great uh, courage and conviction in living the gospel, and they're no less saints than, than either either of these two uh, uh, in, incredible men uh, and I think that and but at the, ba- at, the, at the basis of all that is that conviction that through our baptism all Christians uh, uh, are invited into um, into sainthood that's that's our calling that's uh, that's what we're, we're uh, invited to do in, in following Jesus 
Mike, it's great to talk to you. Thank you so much for sparing time for us this morning. And uh, uh, I just think that's um, it's been fascinating to talk to you. Just very briefly, while I've got you on, just tell us a little bit about Evangelising Brisbane. Sure. Um, just one little correction. I'm actually the, the leader of the formation team oh, rather right. than okay. the mission team at, at the beginning. But, I'll correct um, that. <laughs> so basically we're, we're a, new, a new agency in the church We've been, uh, that uh, was only established at the beginning of this year. Um, we are at the, at the, uh, to support our parishes and deaneries uh, in, living, in living out the mission of the, of the church uh, and in providing um, support services and formation for um, uh, for our parishes and and deaneries, so um, uh, so we're we're still evolving and still developing our our uh, uh, sense of of um, I suppose task and and what shape that will be. Uh, so relatively new, um, we've come out of a former with our new Archbishop here in in Brisbane. He's uh, he's resh- reshaped us, and we're still in that in that process, but uh, essentially to provide uh, mission and formation support for parishes and deaneries. Exciting time. Mike, thank you very much indeed for joining us. A pleasure. Thanks, Alan. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.